All right, guys, about that time. This is Chris Brooks. Why was I going to say this is Chris? Or I used to just say this is Brooks. How can you mess up the intro? That's a problem. It's a real problem. I think I was going to say something like, hey, they're getting right to it. Because as I'm starting the show, I'm wondering why am I why am I just playing this music? Maybe I need a voiceover or something. Maybe I need somebody to introduce me. You know, then you get kind of that magnanimous feel to it. Or I could just cut this sucker on and just start talking, which is probably the way I prefer to do it. Just be straightforward with it. This is Chris Brooks with the Rebels 247 podcast. I have a lot to get to today with the 247 Sports Network and Inside the Rebels. Hope you guys are having a good day. Uh, you need to be because it's Friday. A lot of high school football going on tonight. Junior college in action last night. I had a chance to see East Mississippi and uh, at Holmes. They were playing over at Ridgeland High School. But you get games tonight, then, of course, a big college football Saturday tomorrow. Primetime ABC. Ole Miss versus Georgia Tech. I'm looking forward to that one. Here on National, um, before I get to that, a lot of recruiting stuff today. I want to do a recap on what's going on in Mississippi. And look, some there's some big schools out of state that have reached into Mississippi and they're trying to grab a couple of guys that Ole Miss has kind of been in on and kind of not in on. And I want to get into that here too. And to give you an update on how all these guys are doing. So I spent some time on that yesterday and, and we'll knock that out in a minute. Here on Mayflower Day, whatever that is. It's also it's Cinnamon Raisin Day, it's Guacamole Day. No, nah, I don't like any of that. There's nothing good today. It's Play-Doh Day. Go knock yourself out with that. And I, there's a national calendar thing out there where I get all of this every day. Play-Doh Day. If, that's, uh, if that floats your boat, I'm not going to tell you that's weird. But, um, but, you know, whatever. Whatever makes you happy. All right, let's get to this first. I want to focus on the kids here in Mississippi, give you an update on what they're doing, and some... And honestly, a couple of things I don't really understand right now in terms of recruiting here in Mississippi and and uh, and who the targets are. There's a couple of these guys that have become big targets for out-of-state schools. And I'll give you that in a minute. But the guys that are already in the boat, uh, there's no doubt Ole Miss did a great job evaluating those kids not only validated by who else is trying to come get these guys. Like you love it when Alabama's all in trying to, to get a kid uh, because yeah, that at this point they deserve the benefit of the doubt that they absolutely do. But like a, a guy like Sunterine Perkins, listen to what this kid did last Friday night. They beat Taylorsville 46 to 12, right? So they beat Taylorsville 46 to 12. He rushes for 119 yards. And four touchdowns. Look, great numbers, big night. But that's even more impressive when you consider 119 yards, four touchdowns. He had five carries. Five. Kid had five carries. Scored four touchdowns. Uh, That's a pretty good evaluation. And I'm looking forward to seeing him next week in Jackson. They're going to travel to uh, Madison to play MRA. And uh, I'm excited to see what he does in that game. But for the season, look, he's rushed for uh, 314 on 18 carries in three games. Raleigh's 3-0. and They're one of the favorites to win a state championship this year. But listen to this. His yards per carry, 
He's averaging 17.4 yards per carry. 17.4. He's run the ball 18 times. He scored seven touchdowns. Like he is that kind of freak athlete. And oh, by the way, he's caught a touchdown. And then how many tackles did he? He had 15 tackles in that same game. So against Taylorsville, he scores four touchdowns. He flips around on the defensive side of the ball. He has 15 tackles and is all over the field. I mean, just a crazy freak of an athlete. I'm pretty sure Sunturin is still kicking off. He did that last year. Unless they have found somebody else. If you get a chance to travel and see him play, and like I said, if you're listening to this, if you're in the, the metro area here in Jackson, you get a chance to see him next week if you want to go to MRA and watch Sunturin Perkins and Raleigh and one of the best uh, teams in, in public school in their class against arguably the best MAIS team in the state. But that's crazy. Uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing him. Aiden Williams, same thing. He's already destroying it this year. So far through their first three games, they're also 3-0. and um, Aiden's sitting here with 481 receiving yards, 21 catches, five touchdowns. That's right. 481 in three games. Um, they've beaten Northwest Rankin Pearl and Jim Hill. And I've seen him, so I don't need the numbers to validate what he's doing. Like He's been off the charts big time. And he flips over and plays some defense for them when they need it. They'll put him at cornerback. Uh, but Aiden's had a great year. And, and again, I've seen him play, so I don't need the numbers to back it up. I've mentioned their little sophomore quarterback, Garrison Davis. Not a tall kid. He's about 5'10". In three games, he's thrown for 1,022, 11 touchdowns and two interceptions. So I'd be watching that kid going forward. Uh, another guy off of Richland I've mentioned before on here that Ole Miss hasn't offered, but Braxton Boone, he had a 100-yard receiving game last week. And uh, he's also run the football for him. So he does a little bit of everything. So Ridgeland's got it going. But that's Aiden Williams and Sunterine. Jamarius Brown, I was looking up some info. And honestly, I couldn't find it and haven't been able to get in touch with him. There's one huddle video out there on him where he looks great catching a touchdown. But Moss Point's had a really tough year. They're 0-3 out of the gate. They've struggled. And uh, they, don't, they don't have anything posted online about how their kids are doing. And that happens when you're struggling and, you know, you're losing games. You don't necessarily want to get all that out there. And I get it. But I haven't been able to track him down. But on Aiden and Sunturin, uh, I think the two best players in Mississippi, and I think the numbers are bearing it out. Now, look, there's three other kids I want to get into here. Two kids, Ole Miss, is, they're all over now. And one, they haven't. Now, look, I know Dante Dowdell is committed to Oregon. Uh, but I know that's a kid that they are still all in on. You know, they would love to be able to change that kid's mind. Now, on their website, he has a 273 yards rushing in, in two games. Last week is not on here. I'm pretty sure he played last week. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive. I saw some highlights come out of last week. But he's had a, he's had a big year, and they're winning every week. They're also 3-0. and uh, but he's doing exactly what you thought he'd do to start the year. 150, 200 yards every game. I know from talking to Dante before the year, in his mind, like he's he's going for 3,000 yards. So let's say they have a, a great year. They roll out and they play 15, 16, maybe 16 games, but 15. 
for sure, including the playoffs. You average 200 yards a game, there's your 3,000. Um, they blow some teams out, though, so sometimes he's not in there long enough to get the carries to get there. But he's had a great start to his year, and Oregon's all over him. I saw also a tweet from him, and not from him, about him, where people are tagging a couple other players here in Mississippi with him. Now, I've mentioned Isaac Smith to you, the Formidawamba AHS. At the end of the summer, Ole Miss wasn't just going all in on him. And I do believe that's changed, and I still haven't talked to anybody there to get that 100%. I'm almost positive from talking to some other people around there that that has changed. You know, the camp season may have not have has been his best foot forward, and I'm not sure what all happened there. But maybe he just had a bad camp somewhere. I don't know. Um, I just know what I hear about him, that the kid's a, a terrific athlete. And so far this year, he's backing that up on the field. Look, his first three games, again, one of the best teams in the state in their class, 419 yards, seven touchdowns. He's averaging 17 and a half yards a carry. It's just crazy numbers. 24 carries for 419. He also has 10 catches for 164. He also has 25 tackles. I mean, he's one of those guys. Never leave the field everywhere. But in checking with him, uh, I noticed, and somehow I missed this, here recently Isaac has picked up an offer from, from USC. And he's also picked up an offer from Oregon. I'm going to pull this up real quick to make sure I'm not missing anything. So basically what you have here, you have a, a kid with Isaac Smith, that, uh, that I do think Ole Miss is back in on. State's been hard on him from consistently. I do think Ole Miss has, has had a lull there in, in the recruiting process, and we'll just that's the easiest way to say it. Just had a lull. But I think that's changed with him because you're seeing these other teams that are coming in here. Oregon offered him early this week. USC offered him on the same day. Another kid that both of those schools have, have come in on here in Mississippi is Caleb Bryant, the big defensive end out of Vicksburg. Now, I did have a chance to see Caleb early this year, and this is just my opinion, but from what I see with him, I mean, he, was, he was really good. You know, the night I saw him play, they lost a close game to Warren Central in a big rivalry game. Uh, that's a big early season game every year. You have Vicksburg and Warren Central going at it. And they lost it. I think it was 20 to 18, but uh, not due to him. I mean, he looks like a young SEC lineman. Not there yet, but like you can look at that kid's body and how he moves. And it's very easy to trans uh, to, to translate that on an SEC level and change his body and, and all of those things. He looks good to me. But apparently he, he also looks good to USC and he looks good to Oregon. So I bring both of those cats up because I'd seen them tagged in um, a couple of tweets from with Dante Dowdell. And y'all know how that goes. Whether you're the in-state school or an out-of-state school, you're trying to get these guys together. You know, you and it, look, and this happens every year. You know, a school tries to find the lead dog guy. Man, who is the guy that's kind of the nucleus here? You know that kid. You get him in the boat, and then you hopefully 
are able to use him and he's able to recruit some other guys that you want and you get all those guys. Now it doesn't happen as much now as it used to when we had these huge recruiting weekends. Do y'all remember what that was like? I mean, that was fun when you'd have these huge late January recruiting weekends and you might bring in 15 kids from the area and you're, you know, you're trying to get them all together and you get them in a room and you hey drop on them. Hey, look, this place could change if we had all of you here and you're doing that whole deal. So you don't get that, but on a smaller level, yeah, you still get that. But I saw Caleb Bryant, Isaac Smith, and Dante Dowdell all mixed in here. Now look, and I get the stuff with Dante Dowdell. I know what y'all are saying. Yes, Oregon's a long way away. Yes, it's not unusual for kids to change their minds. Yes. I'm just telling you at this point, I don't know anything there that leads me to think that's going to happen. It could, you know, things change, you know, sometimes it just things change. There was a kid here a couple of years ago. Remember um, Trey Benson was a good player at Greenville St. Joe running back. And uh, oh gosh, I can't remember the other running back's name. He was an awesome kid. He ended up, he's going to state. He starts at state. Good player. Can't remember his name. Dang it. That's going to bother me because that was I liked him. He was a really nice kid. But Trey goes to Oregon, and I remember during that process, you know, I heard some of the same stuff. Well, it's a long way away. That won't stick. And it did stick. Now, it didn't work out for him there. He went to Florida State and is doing pretty good there uh, at Florida State. But it stuck, and he ended up going to Oregon. We'll see what happens with Dante. But, look, it's hard to discount USC and Oregon coming in here to try to get a couple of kids. Uh, I said this a thousand times. Coaches have to trust their own evaluations. If you like a kid, you go get him. You know, if you don't like a kid, you know, that is what it is. And you end up, end of the day, you have to go with that stuff. But mistakes are made, you know, it's just, it happens. It's part of it. And there's nothing wrong with uh, second guessing yourself and just going back and looking and saying, all right, did we get it right or wrong? But when other schools are coming in here to look at, at some of the kids in Mississippi, yeah, you take a second look. But anyway, just want to let you know that's happening. So um, I'll try and get in touch with all three of those guys over the weekend. I might see Dowdell tonight. And if you remember, Ole Miss has already offered two younger kids in that junior class, Chris Davis, an athlete, and um, a defensive end, no, Waller. So hopefully I'll see all of them tonight. Had some car issues. I told you I had a fender bender early this week. So right now the vehicle's actually in the shop. So hopefully I'll be able to get the road, um, get the road. I'll be able to hit the road tonight, head uh, head south, and get down to Picayune. That's the plan. And um, if I can do that, bring you plenty of pictures and just kind of what those kids are saying. But how about that? USC and Oregon, I don't know what the USC connection is here, but I've seen their logos uh, on a few players' Twitter feeds here lately. So they have a connection somehow, and Oregon obviously does. And I'll see if I can find out some more about that if I can get down to Picayune tonight. Big weekend coming up. Big weekend. Enjoy some college football tomorrow, some high school football tonight. Enjoy the weekend, for that matter, the NFL Sunday. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. This is Chris Brooks with the Rebels 247 Podcast and 247 Sports. Appreciate y'all listening. That's for real. As kids say, that's for real, for real. Appreciate it, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday.